For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to recap the Titans dominating 27-3 win over the Kansas City Chiefs. And Denard, it takes a man to admit when he was wrong, and I'll admit I was wrong. I told people that they would expect an entertaining, competitive game today, and man... They didn't get the competitive part. The Chiefs decided to not show up. The Titans were absolutely controlling all three phases of the game. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about what this means for the Titans as they move forward, improve to 5-2 and two on the year. And it was a game that was never really in doubt, which is great. A lot of questions for the Chiefs now, but if you're a Titans fan, you should be feeling great because that is what you wanted to see. But before we break that down, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. If you were smart and you listened to Denard and myself, you would have taken the Titans money line and you'd be sitting pretty right about now. But hey, head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. B-L-E-A-V-5-0, BELIEVE50. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Whew, Denard. Happy, happy day, sir. How are you doing? D, I'm doing awesome, man. I can't complain. It's a beautiful day outside. And of course, the, the huge victory. I mean, and I mean huge. <laughs> 27 to 3. Wow. I'm so excited, man. Let's roll because this was a fun, fun game to watch. When you break it down, Titans started with the ball. They went right down the field, and they scored eight plays, 75 yards. Touchdown pass, but it wasn't from your quarterback. It was Derrick Henry, a la what we saw a couple of years ago in the AFC division round against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this time, 
Henry tosses a touchdown to tight end Michael Pruitt, and Henry put it right where he needed to. But this was a game where, I mean, Titans got rolling and they didn't look back. If we just break down some of the key statistics, the one that stood out to me was time of possession. There was one point the Titans had the ball for over 30 minutes, the Chiefs only 10. 10. Uh, the, the Titans did end when it was all said and done. 36 minutes of time of possession. But, I mean, late in the fourth quarter, Titans really did take their foot off the gas, just trying to get out of there healthy. And fortunately, it doesn't look like we sustained any key injuries. But, Denard, when you take a look at this game, what is it that, I mean, it was just so dominating. And I know you, you always say, like, don't get too high off a win, don't get too low off of a loss. But the Titans were able to execute in every part of the game. Like, just, I mean, if you can break this down for me, like, what was it that just stood out to you? It's easy. I always tell you, D, you always win where? In the trenches, man. In the trenches. We won't talk about the sack, okay, in the, what was that, in the second quarter, I mean the second half, but let's talk about Kendall Lamb stepping in for Taylor Lewan. He played a great game today. Let's give credit where credit is due. Let's talk about Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and Quisenberry, the way that they played today. You're talking about Ron having time to not only throw, but to run. He was effective. And he looked like a young mobile quarterback, <laughs> and I loved it. But you know what, Derek? I'm Derek. I'm sorry, Davey. I have Derek. I, I keep thinking about Derek. I'm not going to reference him anymore, but I'm just going to call him King. You talk about that opening drive that really set the tone. You remember we were always talking about a sense of urgency? When this team comes out, and you can always tell within the first quarter or the first half what you're going to get from this Titans team, you think about four rushes and four passes. But what I love about the first drive, Debo, think about this. How many guys do you think touched the ball on that first drive? Well, they ran eight plays. I would say eight. Other than, well, let me give you some names right quick, and then I'm going to let you count. You're talking about A.J. on the dig, okay? Basically, that's one. Ryan on the boot. Remember the boot? Saw a lot of those today. Then King Derek, King D with the rush, the run. Then they come back. They tried to hit Marcus Johnson. Of course, he got the pass interference, not against him, but the Kansas City defender. And then they capped it off with the touchdown to Michael Pruitt. Five guys, D, that you just held up your five fingers. And I love that. You know what that is, Debo? That's creative play call. That way they can't sit there and just do like New York did and think about 22. Because you think about it, when they got in the Wildcat formation, you was probably thinking what I was thinking, that they're going to run D right down the gut, and that did happen. And all of a sudden, did that remind you of the Jacksonville game? Remember we was talking about right before half, Todd Downing got creative, and you talking about the sequence of plays that he called, Chester on the reverse right before half, the direct snap to Cam. Then you're talking about the key third down uh, to Marcus Johnson. And then what happened? They got so fixated on those three, they forgot about Michael Pruitt, and he got behind the defense, which ended up allowing Tennessee to go on to uh, put up seven, and they ended up going into halftime 21-13. And that's what I love, creative play calling and a multitude of guys stepping up and touch the ball. That was the key offensively today. Well, on that play, credit to Michael. He did a great job of slipping his block, made it look like I, I love it as a guy who – Primarily played basketball growing up, slipping the screen, always fun. And so whenever you get to see that in the NFL, I always enjoy watching that. 
But on that play, too, Kansas City Chiefs thought we were going to run because no one even tried to cover Ryan Tannehill. Derek had two guys he could throw to for a touchdown, and Ryan was wide open after he motioned out early on. Titan said it, and we didn't even need a great game from Derek Henry when you look at like what he typically does on the ground. Uh, 29 carries, still still a lot there, but he was able to rush for 86 yards, and while you only had a long of 11, you were just up so much it didn't matter. I, I do think for the Titans in this game, the one thing that really stood out to me that we also talked about last week was, well, the defense bend, don't break. There were no big plays that the Chiefs were able to get, and we go back to looking at one, what the Titans did against the Bills in the red zone last week, and then what the Bills did to the Chiefs in the red zone a couple of weeks ago when they played on Sunday night. Today, the Chiefs, their offense wasn't clicking, but when they did get in the red zone, they were 0 of 3. So, you do that, you're going to win. And obviously, this was the lowest amount of points in the Patrick Mahomes era of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I, I want to give a, a big shout-out to Shane Bowen and his defensive staff drawing up a great game plan, and then the players for executing Denar, what was great was I didn't see us send many blitzes. I, I need to go back and check the numbers, but we talked about it last week, and you say it all the time. It's a copycat league. The Titans were able to get pressure on that Chiefs offensive line by only sending four, and we had four sacks, and, I mean, the pressure was just there all day. Mahomes constantly flustered, having to throw on the run. When you can do that and you get these elite quarterbacks, not to mention, even though he was on the run, I thought our guys were playing great coverage. You kind of, I know we don't always get to see the all 22 angle, but a lot of the times whenever they would zoom out and they're like, well, where does Mahomes have to go? He didn't have anywhere to go. He was having to just throw it in the dirt several times, just throw it out of bounds. And I, I loved, I loved to see it. Yeah, D, I tell you what, you know who you credit when I say it's a copycat league, the template, uh, we know that uh, Todd Bowles created this template last year in the Super Bowl game and we've watched <laughs> that's what Buffalo did and that's what you do we talked about coming into this game that you have to take away their playmakers Daryl Williams Travis Kelsey Tyreek Hill Miko Hartman and Brian Pringle this is a team that's predicated on the explosive plays if you don't allow this team to get behind you typically what are they doing D they're falling behind they do not like to play uh, a game where they're dinking and donking and getting five and 10. That's not the way that this team, this offense is predicated. I love Eric Bieniemy as an offensive coordinator, and he will be a head coach very soon. I don't know if it's going to be at the University of Southern California or he's going to wait till the NFL job uh, comes open. But indeed, we've been talking about somebody that's been missing in action all season. But you know what? This was a nice party that the Tennessee Titans through the day and there was this guy me and you've been anticipating all season and he started it off the day my man out of the University of Kentucky Bud Dupree came to the part and he started it off big on that sack beating my man and I, and I hate to say this because he's a boomer sooner I love Orlando Brown Jr. I played against his dad Big Zeus and may rest in peace but hey Bud Dupree started it off on that third and seven, and it just trickled right down to the rest of the defense. And I was so proud of this defense today. Davey, I want to go back to 14 minutes and 55 seconds in the second quarter. And when I was trying to, to explain to a buddy of mine, he said, Denar, listen, it, what's the difference between Josh and Patrick? You, you keep saying that, you know, only thing you have to do is to move a quarterback uh, out of the pocket or moving to the side. What does that mean? 
I wish I can give you a brief illustration, like if we had like a film projector right now. But Davey, what it means is that when Patrick tries to step up and when he steps up and those lanes are closed, it forces the quarterback to have to run for his life. And we saw him run to his left side. Being a right-hand quarterback, that's a hard throw to make. We saw a couple times where he just threw the ball away because he was under the rest pretty much the whole game. But you go back, what really was a great, great illustration of how this game was for Patrick today was go back in the second quarter, and we talk about the little things, the total team effort, a total defensive effort, eight minutes and seven seconds. We kept talking all offseason, all throughout the summer, about pressure, a lack of sacks, pressure, a lack of sacks, pressure again. And do you remember the play where he threw the pick to Rashawn? It was pressured by the defensive line. He was running for his life out there. He wasn't just running to try to make a throw. But what I love about it is the coverage. He didn't, it was a coverage sack. And Matthias Farley, we haven't called Matthias Farley name all season long. Davey, number 21 played a great game today. You got to give it up to the young man. I love the way that he played. He challenged the receivers. He stepped in in the absence of Christian Fulton and Caleb Farley. Played a great game. And again, I mean, this was just a beautiful performance by the defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen, defensive line coach, Terrell Williams. The, uh, you're talking about DB coaches, Anthony Midget and Scott Booker and linebacker coach Ron Crow. Right now, those guys got to be excited the way that this unit played as a whole today. It's one of those things, man. You look at it, and we know the Chiefs have been one of the more dominant offenses in the league the last couple of years. They've been struggling this year, but it's been primarily their defense. Their lowest scoring output before today was 20 points against the Bills. But other than that, they had been over 30 in every game. And the fact you hold them to three is just remarkable. And a lot of people are probably talking about, man, like, wh why are you guys not talking more about the offense? And it's because while the offense did great, it's just we've seen this defense really struggle, and they just seem to put everything together today. If we look at the drives for the Chiefs, you talk about the amount of plays, and we mentioned the time of possession stat early on, but, I mean, the Chiefs, their first drive, seven plays, 20 yards a punt. Next one, four plays, 10 yards a punt. So we're, we're at 11 plays. Next drive is only one play, and there's that interception you're talking about, Denard. So then we look, and you're at 12 plays, and then they only get four more, and then they fumble the ball. So we're at 16, and then at the half, they take a, they take a knee to send it. So they had 16 first-half plays. When you can do that to this offense, you're going to win the game. And the Titans were able to just be in control the entire way, and, I mean, I still think even even coming back out, like the numbers are going to be a little skewed because you look at the Chiefs and in the fourth quarter, they were able to put together 18 plays for 64 yards, but they turned it over on downs. And then they had a fumble on a 17-play, 91-yard drive to end the game. So the Titans, I can't give them enough credit for how they came in and were prepared for this game. They just made it look easy. I know we've talked about the offense. We've talked about the defense. I do want to give a quick shout-out to my man, Brett Kern, because we didn't have to see the punter in the first half, which is always That's great. Right. You don't want to see the punter, but Brett, at all. <laughs> Brett Kern, the coffin corner, he got a warm welcome back because, as we know, Johnny Townsend was having to fill in the last couple of weeks, but Kern comes in, pins two punts down inside the five, and it was just everything was clicking, and it's great to see. Denard, 
looking at last week, one of the things I said was I think that game-winning drive for Ryan Tannehill might do a lot for his confidence. You then look at him today. You started by talking about how they were getting the ball to all these different people. I mean, his efficiency was through the roof. Like, what was it you saw from Ryan today that just made you think, wow, this guy is actually starting to put some things together for this season? Well, I've been saying that all season, but you didn't mention another player, and I'm, I'm, I'm furious with you right now. You mentioned Brett Kern. How dare you not mention Randy, Randy Bullock? Bullock. He Don't hit the you, video. you, you I'm, are getting, hey, but I, right I, before, 51 hey. yarder and the, oh, Denard, do you want to, you want to hear something to make you feel Let me a lot hear better? It. Come on, make, you okay. make it up to me, please. This week in fantasy, Tyler Bass was on a bye. I went and picked up Randy Bullock for my fantasy team and he didn't yeah. let me down. Had Good. the 50, 51 yarder. 51. Hit his other kick. I can't even remember the distance for that one. Made all his PATs. He's, he's looking solid. The Titans special teams, they didn't let anything get by them. That's great, right. Great play for, I mean, we, we talk about field position. If I had to get nitpicky on field position, the one play I would I would probably say like, ugh, Mason Kinsey early on should have ran up and caught it, let the ball bounce. Didn't matter. Titans were able to drive anyway and score on, make sure I get this right, nine plays, 97 yards. And that's where A.J. came in, and A.J. went beast mode. Yes. So... Fortunately, Chipotle didn't kill him. Uh, the, no. food, the food poisoning, <laughs> it looks as though that has passed him. Some people are saying maybe we should, maybe he should get food poisoning every week. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, but, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but it is good to see him finally play and really take the top off because you talked about it, Denard. The perimeter for the Kansas City Chiefs has been struggling, and the Titans oh. were able to take advantage. Yeah, it looked bad today, D. I, I started to go out there and give those guys a hug today because I've had days like that. Mike Hughes, Legereus Snead, and Travavius Ward, it, it was tough because what happened was I said, that's where Tennessee is going to have to capitalize also to win this game, and that's going to open up lanes for Derek to run. And we saw in the second series that bomb, Ryan threw a beautiful over-the-shoulder pass to A.J. Only A.J. could have caught that ball, uh, beating Legereus Sneed. Then he came right back, what was so beautiful in the end zone, the beautiful fade pass, beating Mike Hughes to put Tennessee up 14-0. Put it where only your guy can get it. Only only A.J. could get it. But you know what, Davey, speaking of Ryan, I'm glad you brought that up because everybody's been asking me these questions, what's going on with Ryan Tannehill? And I keep telling him nothing. See, when you look at Ryan, we forget, you know, he, he hasn't had his weapons on the field all season. Typically, he's been working with different receivers. Cam Batson, we saw in the New York game. Josh Reynolds was his number one. You didn't have the, you know, AJ, those guys were banged up, unfortunately, hamstrings, you name it, Julio. So, and they've only accounted for coming into the game last week. They've been on the field 21% of the time. Davey, that means that it's probably, what, one out of every three or four games that they, these three guys are really building some form of chemistry. Listen, if you don't have continuity among uh, players at your position, like with, between receivers and quarterbacks, you can't develop chemistry that way. And that's really what's been hurting Ryan numbers is the fact that he hasn't had Julio nor AJ on the field at the same time. Now, today, we even saw Julio making some really great catches. We saw Josh Reynolds making some really great catches. You're talking about just a, a plethora of players, you know, all around today. And that's what he needs. He needs help. You can't just sit there all the time and say, you know, Tom Brady, as great as Tom Brady is, 
He has weapons. Why do you think they went out and signed Ron Gurkowski, the Gronk? You know, you look at Goodwin. You look at all of those players. Evans, he has, he has weapons. Why do you think he went to Tampa in the first place? Because he knew he was going to get those guys like A.B. He's going to get some really great players. And that's what we need right now. We need to make sure that we get our receiving core healthy. And when they get healthy and on the field at the same time, Davey, I don't think that no one in this league can stop this offense. Yeah, if we're firing on all cylinders, we're going to be just fine. Uh, the other thing, Denard, you talk about like what helped Ryan. I mean, his, his line's doing a lot better job of protecting him. He, there were only four quarterback hits today. One of those shouldn't count. I'm a little frustrated. I also picked up Ryan to start him in fantasy. I know people don't like hearing about other people's fantasy teams, but I was kind of frustrated because the one interception Ryan had, that was roughing the passer, hit to the head. I'm surprised they didn't call it. The one guy you have to look at for the ref, the one guy he's got to watch, he, he just missed it, but it, it didn't it didn't hurt the Titans at the end. Uh, I will give Willie Gay credit. Great job by him to be able to pick that off on the screenplay, but Pruitt probably, I mean, he could have been close to getting to the house on that one had he been able to catch it, but Outside of that, the only other comment I had about Ryan was knowing the blitz was coming and taking the sack there right before the end of the half. The only problem with that is if you're not careful, you take the sack there, you possibly knock yourself out of field goal range. It didn't matter because Randy was able to hit the 51-yarder. But again, that's us having to get nitpicky because the Titans were performing at such a high level the entire game. And we talked about it. We were confident going into this one, Denard, but I don't think anyone predicted what we saw today where the Titans were just able to limit that Kansas City offense to nothing. I mean, there there's a lot of questions going on in Kansas City right now because their line's not protecting, the defense is just bad. I mean, the Titans, I know they only scored 27, but that was in the first half, and we really didn't try to do a whole lot after that, if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves. like It was more of just stay healthy, get out of the game, and let's move on next week to Indy. 5-2, and two, tied for first. Record-wise for the AFC, the Bengals beat the Ravens, so they're currently owning the tiebreaker over the Titans just due to AFC record. The Titans didn't lose the Jets game. We'd be sitting at 6-1 and one in the top of the conference. But, I mean, that's huge because, and, and that's what this team's playing for. You look at this schedule in the second half of the Titans. You get Houston twice. You got the Jags. Dolphins are struggling. They're on the list. You look at, once you get past this stretch right here, we've talked about it, Denard. You're two games through your four-game stretch, which we knew would be the toughest for the Titans. You beat Buffalo, you beat Kansas City, and you get Indy next week, and then the Rams on Sunday night the week after. After that, the Titans, if they remain healthy, this team can get first in the AFC. They could be getting that first-round bye. And you want to talk about something that would be huge? D, you played the game. You know how much of a grind that 17 week schedule is and now that it's 18 weeks and there's 17 games having that extra buy versus everyone else having to play get you some time to rest up could be huge down the line and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves but it is just something to talk about because as as we look at the schedule the Titans once they get their guys out there we're seeing them put together some great great games and performances you ever heard of the, there's a saying in the Bible that says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take that mentality. Listen, let's just enjoy this game and that, then we'll worry fair. about it. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what fans do. But I you know what? You've been I know, I know. But you know, time. what was this team record last year right around this time after what, that seven mm. games? 
We had five one and loss? Two, and identical okay. was five and two. Okay. We started off so, like five and oh and then lost those two. Yeah, we lost yeah. two in a row. So yeah. we're five and two. So identical record as the twenty twenty season. And the only thing that this team needs to do right now is to enjoy this victory. Remember we talked about last week last week was a statement game, but the statement wasn't it, it was not meant for the other thirty one teams in the National Football League. It was meant for the players in that locker room. And I said, one of the things you have to do is to take a mental image of the way that you play Buffalo. And that's what you take on the field each week. So right now, it's, go, it's a long season. We got 10 more weeks, Davey. So it's going to be, a, it's like we're on a, a big roller coaster and we're going up and somewhere down the line, we're going to go down a little bit. What we're just hoping for is they can sustain the ebbs and flows of this season by just taking care of one game at a time. Because if this team will do that, it'll give this team a chance to win. But if you overlook your next opponent, what happens is like the New York game, and I'm always talking about disparity, even Miami, you know, is when sometimes we saw that this past weekend. Did you not see that Oklahoma and Kansas game? Woo! It almost, Davey, I sure wanted to call you and tell you, Davey, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you take one game at I a time. I knew Kansas so. was going to lose the entire no, time. No, 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 no. We, we'll talk about that off the key, but let me just say this. <laughs> Think about this, Debo. Titans have 18 players on the injured reserve list. Most teams that would have that many would be panicking um, and saying, listen, we have to go out on the waiver wire and do something. They're doing the complete opposite. What we talked about this past summer was it's going to be a plethora of young players like we talked about the draft picks. We saw Darrington Evans today making some really good runs. We saw Matthias Farley. We saw Marcus Johnson. What a great game by Dean Cruikshank. Amani Hooker was out. And you think about David Long Jr. He was not a starter at the beginning of the season. So we're starting to see what we're talking about manifesting like we know what we're really talking about. <laughs> so watching these young guys develop. And Davey, let me say this. You were right. We both were right. And this is the only time that I'm going to agree with you. Elijah Molden is going up. He is turning into a monster. That same guy that we saw at the University of Washington, that play is translating on the field down here in Nashville. D, you called it the steal of the draft, Elijah thank Molden. You. Th thank you for that. Yeah, I, I was really hoping that based off what we were able to see from that guy, he could perform and play that role. We saw Logan Ryan play a couple of years ago for the Titans secondary. And while he's not there yet, he is stepping up and he is making plays. Uh, you look at the top three tacklers for today, Denard and Dane Cruikshank leading the way, followed by David Long Jr. and Elijah Moulton. So three guys that not anyone really, whenever we started the season, was thinking, yeah, they're definitely going to be leading that unit. But I'm, I'm just happy to see the defensive line come out and play like they have been. Danico Autry, he's been the best acquisition that this team has made this offseason. I will, I will go on and say that, and I'll, I'll fight tooth and nail. I know they went out and made some more splash hires, but when you look at the numbers and what he's been able to do, being right there alongside Jeffrey Simmons, we're putting a whooping on opposing team offensive lines and we're just getting to the quarterback. And that's what really plagued this team last year. But you see, once you do get that pressure, the secondary starts to look a lot better. And you mentioned Hooker being out. Our best corner and Christian Fulton still isn't playing. So once we start to get some of these guys healthy again, it can only be huge. Greg Maven, shout out to him. Signed him off the Arizona practice squad last week. He was out there making plays today. So the team, as you talk about, Denard, 
you got to be your next man up mentality. And they've been doing that. And I know we're recording this after the game and before Indy plays, but Indy's taking on San Francisco tonight, get an opportunity to scout out the opponent for next week. I know it's a team that we're used to playing, but right now the Titans, red hot. Hopefully they can continue to keep playing at this level. And they should be able to, if they, if they play like this, I mean, they're, they're not losing to Indianapolis next week. And I feel, I feel good. We'll, we'll continue to break that down as this week comes along. But right now you have to be feeling great about a 27-3 win against Kansas City. We talked about it, Denard. Andy Reid now falls to 2-9 and nine all-time versus the Titans in the regular season. If you're a Tennessee fan, you got to be feeling good. I know we keep saying it, but it's not often you get wins like this. I mean, just dominating performances. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes has ever had a loss this bad at the NFL level. Yeah, this was his lowest game, his completion. What was it, uh, his quarterback rating? But, D, I want to say this is, once again, Harold Landry is, he's on a pace right now. Seven and a half sacks, I believe. Seven and a half sacks. He's on fire. He's playing at a different speed. This is his contract year. I don't know what's going on with the Titans as far as Harold Landry or the plans that you have for him. But I tell you what, Davey, number 58, He's all over the field, along with 51, David Long Jr. I tell you, Davey, I don't know what has, you know, what kind of spark <laughs> was set under David Long Jr. You're talking about a player who was a special teams player and had to fight for every rep that he can get because he's playing behind, at least we thought, you know, Jayon, who's probably our best linebacker, and we, but he has stepped in in the absence of Jayon. And he has been phenomenal. I mean, I just love the, the fire and the passion that he brings to that defense. It's like the defense is on a, a, a whole new new level. It's like the, what's that rapper? I don't know all these rap songs, uh, these new rappers. You know, you probably know. Was it, um, what, what, uh, Lil, Lil Pookie? I don't know. Uh, I'll forget it. I ain't going to try to name. But you, you know what I'm saying. I shouldn't even name. But he's on a, he's, he's bringing, it's like his play is galvanizing this unit. And you're just starting to see this team gel together, and they're getting better at the right time. And I, what I just hope for this team is they can continue that momentum down this stretch because it's going to get tough. It's going to get real right now. Fortunately, right now, Titans, you've been able to take care of business so far, keep the momentum rolling. We'll be back to talk more Titans later on this week. I mean, you've got a, a good cushion amongst the rest of the AFC South as Jacksonville uh, did not play today. and. Texans, of course, lost. So we'll continue to keep you updated, but enjoy the win, Titans fans. It's been a great performance for the team today, one to really make you feel good going into the week. But that's going to wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.